This is episode 267 of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and today we're talking about five things to update or completely change before you launch your course or coaching program again. And if you're planning your next launch, if you're working through that plan and scheduling your webinars and doing all the things, it's a good idea to also take a look at whatever it is you're launching. So if that sounds interesting to you or something you need to maybe hear right now, then keep listening because that's what we're going to chat about today. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there. So Welcome back. Thanks for joining me again today. Hopefully you've been enjoying our latest episodes and that they've been valuable to you, helping you make progress toward your next launch, your promotion, whatever campaigns you're running so that you can be working smarter towards those sales and less like with less frenetic energy. That's what I'm working on myself. That's what my clients are working towards. And even those incremental improvements help us launch better and just do better. Um, Today we're going to talk about, I'm going to share with you five things that you can do, really simple things. I've written about this on the blog, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to just do a short little episode. And if someone is working on their product, their digital product, their online course, or even a coaching program that has a curriculum element to it, Today, we're going to talk about five things that I always go through when I'm in that process because I'm in that process. And right now I am preparing for a, the first live round of fearless launching in quite a while. And it's actually lit a fire under me to really just go through the program and see what needs to be changed. Um, So we're going to talk about that process and I'm going to share with you the five things that I'm doing. And the five things that you can do, and these are things that I've done going through Marie Forleo's B-School program, which for a couple of years in a row, maybe three, actually, I was the person going through the program every single year to make updates and to look for different things that needed to be updated. So let me share with you what those things are, because I do this for myself. I do this for my clients. I've done this back in the day when I worked with Laura Roeder, who is the CEO founder of Meet Edgar. Uh, If you don't know that, that, that social media scheduling program platform, make sure to go check it out. Um, Laura's just like amazing, super smart. And really I learned this process of updating by working with her. Um, and actually doing the work. So first of all, what you want to do is, I mean, I, I start off the process really by just going through the content as if I am a customer, uh, a student, 
and I will simply just start writing things down as I go through each of the videos, each of the modules, and here are some of the things that I'm looking for. And these are the five things. Uh, well, actually, there's four things that I'm always looking for or looking at or reviewing. First of all, I'm looking for outdated information. And the great thing is that Fearless Launching has been so foundational that I was pleasantly, I was like worried about this because I, the last time I think I updated the program was maybe a couple years ago at this point. And I thought, oh gosh, what is, what is going to be outdated and just no longer relevant? But the great thing is that the most that I found that was outdated was me talking about the tools I use, which hallelujah for that. That stuff can be edited out or just re-recorded. But I'm looking for outdated information, stats. Um, you're also looking for outdated visuals, meaning if let's say you, this is something that we did when I was working with Laura, but like she had a Twitter course and Twitter kept changing their interface. And I don't know about you, but when you're taking a course on something, you want the tutorials to look the same as it does in the actual platform. And so that was definitely a challenge in those couple of years that we were updating the program and creating this Twitter program was keeping it updated, keeping the training looking exactly like what was on the actual screen, what was live. And, you know, this is this kind of comes the challenge of updating tech products because the interface might change. And, you know, imagine teaching a Facebook course and how many times Facebook has changed over the years. You literally are updating a couple times a year, maybe even more. So look for that outdated info, look for any outdated visuals. Um, those are also, it's really important to look for those because, you know, if you're mentioning other companies, companies, they're likely going to have branding changes over the years. You can't just let something sit for seven years and then you go back, you go, oh, wow, that really doesn't look like it is. They change their websites, every, you know, things change. They disappear. Sometimes they'll just be completely not there anymore. So make sure that what you're sharing um, is actually accurate and up to date. Um, the next thing, and this is something that comes up a lot, I think, with clients, the bigger clients who like to use a lot of references and examples, is that we want we have to draw the line between what is just a really good example and what is current or currently exists. Um, now, some this doesn't happen all the time for me, and also, who is some somebody that we still want to support by mentioning them, right? So. There might be, imagine someone had mentioned Trump or someone um, who there's varying opinions on, let's say, President Trump or someone like Bill Cosby or whatever. Like there are people that are in the news that people have different reactions to. And so even references like that, you have to be really careful and clear on who you so, because if you mention them, it's almost like you're supporting them in some way. So it doesn't have to be good or bad. And you can, you can definitely use references in your material and using examples is a great way to get people to be like, oh, this is actually something for real that this other real business or person has done. Um, I always err on the side of go for references of things that are a little bit 
not super current. And I'll tell you why. Because those, like an established brand, let's say like anthropology, there is, or if you mention an existing editorial kind of magazine, like Fast Company, those, they have been around for a while, okay? And they have very clear brand values. Um, And so... I just think it's important to just look for those kinds of examples. Um, there's an example, um, anthropology, there's a magazine article that is inside B-School. And without even talking about it, like every single year, I was going to the link, making sure it was actually accurate and that it was still at that same place and that, you know, there was nothing weird going on with anthropology and that has been one of those references that gets to stay year after year because it is such a powerful example and it's such a powerful article that we share inside b-school but there are other ones that aren't so great and that do disappear and that you have to make sure that if you mention something in your online course if you mention someone in your online coaching program that people can, or a book even, that people can still access that. Because even if you don't link to it outright, people will become curious and they will want to, oh, Anne mentioned that book. I'm going to go over there and get that book. Wow, that book is out of print. That kind of sucks. So you have to assume someone's going to take that extra step. References are really important. Um, the next thing I'm looking at as I'm going through Fearless Launching is the design of the program. And it's become more and more apparent that in the past, I feel like even though my my aesthetic is always very simple, I wasn't loving these black slides, like interspersed with white slides on my modules. And I thought, is that really important? And, and the way the fonts were treated, I was going nuts when I saw this. I'm like, ugh. Um, so now we're doing, we're redoing all of those visuals and there was a lack of consistency because of just new things added to the program over years with the worksheets and the downloadables. And so I was like, uh, yeah, this has to all be made consistent. And so sometimes you don't know what you don't know until you've done something a few times, but If you can start with consistent slides and consistent font treatments and consistent worksheets and workbooks and downloadables, then you're definitely ahead of the game. And my personal choice is to now, um, we're updating the slides in a much more minimalist way that will not be so stylized, not be so... um, that'll be easy to stand the test of time and be, uh, be a little bit more timeless in what those are because I don't want to have to update those all the time. And so again, all of this is really to make the program as timeless as possible. Um, as I'm going through the program, I'm also, this is number four, I'm also looking for new things that pop up in my head. I'm like, well, what about this? Why didn't I add this in before? Or, oh wait, that's missing. That says it's here, but it's actually not here. And looking for those things, like what's, what, what are some new things? What are some missing pieces of the puzzle that maybe you taught? And you're like, wow, why isn't this in here? Where is that? I, I swear that training was supposed to be in here. You really discover some things that are missing from your training, uh, from your course or your program 
or whatever educational experience you've created when you go through it and really think through the process and think, gosh, you know, this, no wonder this would have been, this would have been confusing for someone. Or there is one module that we're completely redoing because I just feel like it needs to be stronger overall. Like all the information is there. It's just the way that I presented it. I feel like it could be stronger and it's the offer module, which is the first, like the first module is about the overview of the launch process. And yes, we're making some changes to that, but the next module, module two is all about the offer. And it's all about what I talked about in the last episode a little bit, which is, you know, figuring out what you're going to launch, figuring out what that's going to look like and who your customer is and who the the right audience for that thing is and really figuring out, is this a good offer or how do I adjust this offer? What is an offer? Is, is an offer your product or is an offer the experience? And is it more about what they're, what someone is going to get from this product? So I feel like there's more information there and that's going to be a completely new, um, new module for us. Anyway, so so those those are some of the things. The, the final thing that I do is I like to look at all the materials all at once. So when I say all the materials, I like to look at any of the downloadables, any of the Google Docs, because we have some working um, materials that I provide and we have templates. And I just want to make sure that they all speak to the same thing. Because if you have a long running course like I do, I mean, we started this in 2012, then there are going to be some things that just kind of stuck around but shouldn't have. So we look at those. And then the final thing that I do, I guess I said five, but really at six, is I look at the bonuses. And sometimes bonuses um, can stay for years and years and years and years, as long as they are timeless. And the same goes for clients and students in the program who've done these updates um, and have, have done their programs in a way that keeps that material timeless. But sometimes, especially when you're talking about, again, tools, social media, um, because what you leave out of trainings is just as important as what you put in. So even though your social media kind of bonus, whatever that is, might actually be still applicable and relevant, if you're not talking about social media, and like maybe you're talking about Twitter constantly, which Twitter's a thing still, obviously, but let's say you're talking about all these things, but for some reason you never mention Instagram, Instagram stories. That says something about when it was created and people do notice that. So, so that's an important one as well as to look at those bonuses and also make sure that they speak to your ideal person who's going to come into the program. Is this something that's going to help them get over whatever block that they might have to launching? You know, is this, or is this just fluff is like unnecessary. So I'm all about taking things out that are unnecessary. 
Um, also, there the one other part of this process, and I, I could talk about this forever, to be honest, but the other, other thing that I feel like I'm adding this time around that has never been there is a better onboarding process for new fearless launchers. So people, when they first come in, there's going to be a brand new experience. And if you're already in fearless launching, don't worry, you're going to have access to it all as well. But it's just a little bit more step-by-step in the very, very beginning. Um, You know, one of the things about (laughs) uh, Fearless Launching is that it's actually not step-by-step. It is, it covers the foundational elements of every launch so that you can experiment with different types of launches um, so that you can do your beta launch, which there's a bonus that does tell you how to do that. And then you might decide you want to do a challenge launch, or you might want to do a webinar, or you might want to um, have an affiliate or JV or partner style launch. Those are the things that are going to be step-by-step, but these foundational elements, they build on one another. And if you can get them together, then they will, if you can really handle them, then it makes experimenting with any strategy worthwhile. All right. So let me just wrap up by saying this is just my process that I take. And if you have any questions about what we're doing to fearless launching moving forward, then I definitely want you to reach out to me, leave a comment on the show notes over at ansomoylove.com. And then also one other thing, if you are interested in watching our current on-demand masterclass, well, head over to ansomolove.com forward slash masterclass. We are going to be doing a live one very soon, a brand new live masterclass. So stay tuned for that. Um, Also, you can join our launch lounge, which is my free Facebook group in there because that's where you're going to hear about it first, likely. Um, And that's it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to hear from you what you're creating. Are you updating a course? Do you have questions about that? All right. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.